2: I'm Dave Hawkins. It's going to be a busy night here on the Antidote with not one, but two artists featured on tonight's show. And these two metal artists come from opposite sides of the planet and very different styles. At the half hour mark, we'll head to Japan to have a conversation with Tak of the classic metal band Amaritones. Our first song, Blood, Sweat, Fire, comes from the debut release, Overcomer, by industrial metal newcomer, Firebrand. This is a thoughtful release that covers all kinds of topics that are all faith-related. Since we have lots to cover tonight, let's jump right into my chat with Josiah Brand and the song Cage Fight. Josiah Brand has a new project called Firebrand, and he's joined the antidote for a talk. Thanks for joining in, Josiah.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm real excited to be here.
2: Firebrand might be new, but to put out something like this, you must have a music background.
0: Yeah, um, I've always been a musical person, um, and my parents have, have raised me in an environment where I was allowed to express myself, I always enjoyed singing, and primarily, I'm a vocalist. Um, but, you know, as far as experience in the metal realm, you know, I started in that realm with a project called Placate the Masses with two other Canadian dudes in 2012 and that project's still kind of going on today um we just kind of do whatever whenever we can because distance and also just the fact that you know we all have jobs and a life and stuff like that but that broke me into the metal realm and in the experience of music and so on and then just started wanting a little more than just doing vocals and um I wanted to do more than, you know, just put vocals on top of something that somebody had already written and everything. And so Firebrand was kind of something that was swirling around in my head for a little while. And until only recently, I've actually made it something that people can see, something that's tangible and something that you can point to now as something that
2: exists. Sure. Firebrand gives a list of influences on your Facebook page, including bands like Cell Dweller, Circle of Dust, and Clank. And I get yeah. that, since Firebrand is industrial metal. Mm-hmm. Some people say that's a dead genre. So why go that direction?
0: Uh, I just feel like there's not very many limitations on that. What I love about a lot of modern metal genres, and industrial metal I still think is able to... Uh, you know, capitalize on like what modern metalcore and a bunch of other genres that are a little more considered alive, um, you know, can still inf- you know capitalize on and emphasize on is because, you know, it allows for influences of other genres that can make moments that are dynamic, emphatic, and that stand out in a person's mind and everything helps distinguish the songs and even creates hooks and melodies that people walk away humming and, you know, it's stuck in their head when they go to work. So, I mean, so basically in sum, I just feel like the introduction of electronic elements and dance elements and all this other different stuff, you know, make it to where there's less limitations on the music and allow for a fuller expression of creativity.
2: Firebrand's debut album, Overcomer, has just come out. I guess every recording is labor intensive, But you literally do everything on this release. Personally, I think Mm -hmm. you're nuts, but what did that do to your stress (laughs) levels? Honestly, it wasn't all that
0: uh, stressful and everything. Because at at the time I was working part-time, and I had a little more time on my hands to be able to put this together. But I took it slow, because I'm also just figuring the stuff out as I go. I mean, I'm primarily a vocalist that has just been fiddling around with a guitar. But... (laughs) But I I decided to take it a thing at a time. And this was something that happened over a longer period of time. Working on this album officially started about around March of last year. And it started with some riff ideas. And then I consulted the Holy Spirit and YouTube for my (laughs) ways of being able to uh, learn production and recording and all this other stuff learning how to properly mix how everything can have its proper space so it can be heard uh clearly and get the most out of it all you know and then there was also some helpful critiques from some folks that i know also made it to where this can be refined to the best that it can be um because honestly like like the first time that i said okay i feel like this album's finished and everything it actually had 12 songs and I showed the album to a couple of folks in that have worked in the industry. One of them being, uh, pastor Bob Beeman. Um, oh, sure. if you know that name at all, yeah. um, you know, it's first some critique and, you know, there was some stuff that I said that they said, like, you know, you know, there were some things that I just needed to go back to the drawing board on. So I took a little bit of a break so I don't totally burn myself out on music. And then when I came back to it, there were some songs that I chucked and, uh, you know, figured I'd say for a later date. There were some that I totally rewrote um, and some that I just touched up a little bit. You know, everything felt harmonized and it felt like it could be the best that it could be.
2: I want to go on to one of the songs on the album called Cage Fight. It deals with internal struggles when it says, These demons coming after me, trying to hold me down with all this pain, trying to pump me full of doubt, doing everything to get me to refrain. For you personally, what's been your biggest challenge?
0: Historically, I've had a lot of problems with doubting myself, and I've also had just the problem of identity issues and stuff like that, and insecurities that have plagued me for a large portion of my life. Um, About around into my 20s, the Lord helped me deal with that and uh, get it to where those things don't have a hold on me anymore, but they still try to show up. And points in time in my life where I just might not expect them to try and show up. You know, cage fight, you know, it deals with internal struggle, but it talks a good amount about like, you know, if you win the battle of the mind, you can basically win any battle because like it's, you know, the voice of the devil and all the voices of your past and all the mistakes that you made and all of the, you know, patterns of thought that used to be such a prominent... Influencer in your life that are all trying to hold you back from moving forward in life. And, you know, cage fight deals with, you know, just how the battle works. On the other side of it all, you do become everything that you were designed to be.
3: Oh, so there he- In the name I'm living for the light Cause the darkness within me has been slow.
2: album's called Overcomer. I know Christians love that word. What yeah. does it mean to you and how does it relate to the title track?
0: Basically, Overcomer of course embodies the concept that the album focuses on. You know, it's based on John 16:33 uh where Jesus said, "In this world you'll have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world." And that victory, you know, applies to us in in so many different ways. It's not saying we'll never have a problem, but it does say that, you know, we're empowered to face the problem and to see and to overcome it. And the album speaks to a lot of different issues, um, ones that I've, you know, personally dealt with because I felt like the most personal connection with were the ones that I could express, you know, the overcoming of those issues the best in in writing songs about it and so on. So, with Overcomer, basically, it's just about overcoming the things that are common to, you know, what I see in my age group, and what I see as common in the world, and that there is a way to break free from all of that, and the it all starts with Jesus.
2: It's actually sounding as if this is a concept album.
0: In a way, yes, and for me personally, it's just it's hard for me to write where it where at least there's not some sort of like connection that the songs have together I mean even when I like I wrote for Placate the Masses there seemed to have like at least some sort of connection between the songs lyrically um, even if they didn't talk just about the same thing
2: and nobody told you that you had to wait until album number 10 before you could do a concept album (laughs) no (laughs) no
0: Hey, this is Josiah, a.k.a. Firebrand, and you've got the antidote.
2: I've listened to Overcomer, the more it seems as if you're teaching a lesson. I suppose my question is, like, who are you instructing? Is it yourself or is it the listener?
0: Um, a little bit of both. Um, I certainly am subject to sometimes needing to re- be reminded about the things that I've learned. I think that this is a concept and a lesson that can apply to any and everybody. And um, it's one of those things that... I'd once there are, people are able to get it and grasp it and it becomes something that becomes a part of them, then we'll start to see people walk in more victory. You know, like there's people my age that are totally stressed and have a lot of uh, health issues because of the stress and have a lot of, you know, restlessness because they can't even get proper amount of sleep because they're going to bed thinking about all the stuff they got to do tomorrow and thinking that and they're feeling like there's like this immaterial monster that's closing in on them. I mean, Satan certainly can benefit if that's what we're focusing on, but knowing that we have victory because of what Jesus has done and, you know, we just basically have to shift our focus to that and live from that place, then, you know, we start to see a a society of people that are able to to live peacefully and also able to live victoriously and pass that on to other people.
2: Well, here's another thing I want to touch on called Single Eye. And it says, Mm -hmm. focusing on so much, my lens so wide that I'm out of touch with all the things that are necessary to live life abundant indeed. I get your motivation behind the song Single Eye, but life is so busy, so how do you narrow your focus? Well, and
0: our pastor has actually been on a series. He goes back to the story where You know, you got Martha who is running around ragged, you know, trying to prepare something to serve Jesus with and everything while Mary's just sitting there listening to him. And and Jesus says, this is the most important thing. And that's the thing that won't be taken away even after, you know, moments like, you know, the potluck you're working on or is going to be long gone. And I think what helps is, you know, if we're focusing on relationship with Jesus and that is what centers us and that's what we're seeking first, then everything in this crazy, bustly world, not only do we have a proper perspective about it, but it also makes it to where it's where we oddly feel like we're able to tackle it a lot easier uh, because everything's been put in its proper place. So, yeah, that's kind of what it, what it talks about with single eye is like, you know, you'd focus on what matters the most and then all of these other things that don't get me wrong they matter but they don't matter most those end up actually coming into place a whole lot better you know once you get that perspective
2: i'll often ask an artist what they want their listener to receive from the music how about answering that and maybe you could tell us what you personally want to get from overcomer
0: well, I would love for people to realize that there's much more to this life than just surviving. There's this also this concept, especially in like the church in America and what people's general perception about Christianity is, regardless of, you know, what camp people come from, but people just think the end goal of Christianity is going to heaven. And I'm like, that's not what Jesus came to bring us. I mean, you know, heaven is a byproduct of it and it is an eternal destination and, and it does make a big difference, but you know, Jesus came to bring life abundantly, which means that there's a lot to be experienced here and now and that there is the chance to make a difference in the world with him working through us and if I were to sum up what Jesus wanted to accomplish, he wanted to just make us like him again through what he accomplished. I mean, anybody is able to access that. Um, Everybody's able to become an overcomer. um, And you don't have to resign yourself to the struggles and the constant anxieties of life. You know, like people expect it to be that way for the rest of your life. You don't have to resign it to that. You can make it to where you actually are. You're making it in life and you're making it to where you're you know, you're overcoming the difficulties that most people would be put out with.
2: Exactly. Okay, so what about for you personally? What are you going to get out of this?
0: Well, part of it is in the message, and part of it is actually in just the fact that the music exists right now. It is a huge accomplishment for me personally, because I started off not knowing how to do a lot of stuff to make this album a thing. I didn't know how to really record properly. I didn't know how to mix. I didn't know how to master. Um, I barely knew how to play guitar. I also didn't know how to like fry sing, you know, like that gritty singing that is dominant throughout the album and stuff like that, where it's like, you know, it's got some grit to the, what would many would call it clean vocals. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to do that either, but You know, I heard how I wanted the songs to finish out in my head, and I just refused to be limited by what skills I had at the moment and what equipment I had at the moment and all that other stuff. This album is a huge accomplishment for me, and it stands as a testament that, you know, this message that is dominant in Overcomer, I mean, it's true. It's something that has substance to it because the fact that that album exists is a testament to it.
2: Streaming and downloadable everywhere is Overcomer, the debut from Firebrand. I really appreciate this talk, Josiah, so thanks for coming.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
3: I'm sorry, Java.
2: You just heard Single Eye from Firebrand. And if you're ready, it's time to move on to our second artist. You know, sometimes a current artist may want to draw on a music style from the past. And that's the case with Japan's Ameritones. The band founder and frontman Tak explains what the band is all about on this chat. We have a special guest, Tak Nakamane, who's come for a talk with The Antidote. It's good to have you here, Tak.
4: Ah, uh, thank you, Dave.
2: <laughs> You've called your band Imari Tones.
4: Yes, yes, it is called Imari Tones.
2: And it's described as being the first Christian heavy metal from Japan. I mean, the music from Amari Tones isn't always metal. Sometimes it's heavy rock or even lighter. But is metal really the heart of the band?
4: Yes, you know, basically, you know, uh, we play metal and I think it is kind of classic metal like 80s style basically sometimes you know we do some uh alternative stuff and hard rock stuff
2: then with it being 80s style metal does that mean you actually want to live in the past
4: uh that's a difficult question you know as a guitar player i was hugely influenced by Eddie Van Halen and i can say you know uh I'm a uh, one of those Eddie Van Halen clones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> too many Eddie Van Halen clones on this planet, but uh, but maybe not uh, yeah. so many
2: Eddie Van Halen clones in Japan.
4: Uh, I think there are so, so many in Japan too, but I like to consider myself as a uh, one of the better clones. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I already mentioned about your style wasn't always strictly metal. One of your older songs, Karma Flower, it's far from being metal. I mean, it's more even light rock. And I guess it's coming from an album that's even called Japanese pop. So you don't mind bringing in different styles?
4: I don't mind. You know, uh, as a music lover, music listener, uh, I love so many styles. I think my, my... Generation-wise, I was a 90s kid. I was in love with those uh, Britpop stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, obviously bands like uh, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and those bands from 90s. So, yeah.
2: (laughs) But you're never going to actually jump into doing Japanese pop. You're not going to do a J-pop band, you know, with all the dancing
4: ah you are talking about you know those girls groups exactly (laughs) (laughs) i don't like those stuff you know
1: She was in back then when we met. More about his but to break out. He's not the same. You do feel like the first time.
2: Being a Christian isn't common in Japan, so it really makes me wonder how well the band in your message is accepted.
4: Uh, It's difficult to explain because music is music and uh, heavy metal is heavy metal. And when we play live, like regular venues, audience mostly don't care what we are singing because we have so many songs we sing in english Uh, sometimes we sing in japanese but basically you know metal is metal and japanese metal audience usually they don't care so much
2: (laughs) well then it makes me wonder whether people in japan are actually preferring you to sing in english or in japanese
4: Mm, it's funny but uh, they accept us better when we sing in english you know when we sing in Japanese, you know, those Christian lyrics and Christian messages, uh, maybe it is too strong for Japanese audience. So, actually, even in Japan, we better off singing in English.
2: Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is meaning that you're not performing just strictly at churches, you're performing in regular clubs.
4: Yes, we do both, but reality is, you know, At this point, still, Japanese churches don't like heavy metal very much. Uh, They prefer more, you know, lighter styles, pop and acoustic and just gospel singers.
2: (laughs) I think that covers all the churches around the world.
4: (laughs) Oh, really?
2: (laughs) Especially not if you sound like Eddie Van Halen. (laughs) But I've heard that Umari Tones wasn't always a Christian band. How did the change come?
4: Yeah, uh, we started playing Christian music in early 2008, if my memory is correct. Uh, you know, it's a really long story, so <laughs> I don't think I can explain it in English. You know, God puts inside me so many seas, you know, in the past, and it didn't happen like, you know, just one day you know it took so long years and so many things mm-hmm. but one thing was i saw a christian single songwriter in december 2007 and i was impressed and it made so much sense inside me about the reason we play music the reason i've been playing music you know when i saw her playing you know singing for god and singing for jesus it made so much sense and you know i felt it in my heart and i had been struggling and wondering why i had been playing why i play music it's not an easy thing to do making music and playing music i was always wondering why but when i saw her performing dedicating her music to god it made so much sense, and oh, maybe this was the thing I was always being looking for. I talked to her, and she gave me some tracked thing, and she introduced me to a local church, and yeah, and everything made sense to me.
2: Obviously, that would have been a big change for your band. How did your mm. original fans feel about this change?
4: Uh, that's a hard question, and uh, you know... Uh, our drama back then uh, quit the band because of the change. The drama guy didn't like Christianity thing and r- religious thing. I think, you know, many of our previous fans felt the same way. Uh, but instead, we dive into a whole new world. So I think it was a good thing.
2: Ivaritones have a huge amount of music. I went to your Bandcamp page and found you have 22 releases. I mean, that's insane. Where do you find the time and the inspiration to do all this music?
4: Ah, you know, sorry for making too much music. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, we are mainly making albums independently. You know, we record by ourselves, and we produce mostly by ourselves. You know, uh, sometimes in the past, we had producers, and we had some opportunities to work with some famous producers in the past, like Japanese pop album you mentioned earlier. The album was produced by some famous producers. But we mainly make music by ourselves. I received so much inspiration from God. I feel so much blessed with that.
2: Do you find it's better to do the music just strictly on your own, or do you prefer to have a producer?
4: Uh, in the past, we worked with some producers, uh, such as such a Pete from mm-hmm. Germany. He produces famous metal bands such as Edguy or Avantasia, uh, or you know Rhapsody of Fire, those famous bands from Europe. Fortunately, I had an opportunity to work with him in the past. But I didn't necessarily like the result, you know, such as you mentioned that song called Carmaflower. I know so many fans like that song, Carmaflower. But that song has original Japanese version, which was included in an older album called Fireworks. And actually, I prefer that original Japanese version like independently recorded. You know, sometimes if we work with a major producer, it's going to be a more accessible sound to so many audience. But personally, I prefer indie style sound like garage band. I like it that way because it has more humanity, it has more personality. And basically, we are indie band, we are a garage band, and I like it that way. Some music meant to be sound mainstream, you know, produced and polished. But some music meant to sound raw and, you know, straight. I think our music is kind of unique and we like it that way.
2: It's true because it makes it sound more honest.
4: I think so. Hi, I'm Tam from Imaritons from Japan and you are listening to The Antidote.
2: Walking comes from Amari Tone's Jesus Wind release. Tak and I spend some time speaking about that excellent album on the next part of our talk. Now, one I can't discuss is your latest release, Overture. It's entirely in Japanese. Yes. Maybe we could talk about the previous album, Jesus Wind, since it is in English. Can you explain what the album is all about?
4: Yes, uh, that album, Jesus Wind is a very important album for us. I can say that is like our best ever heavy metal album. That's a concept album about Japanese history, Japanese history from a Christian spiritual viewpoint. I always said I wanted to make a concept album about Japanese history, Japanese Christian history, but I never thought it was possible because it was such a you know, difficult job, such a big task Especially for an indie guy, it takes so much research. Obviously, you know, in heavy metal genre, many people make concept albums. But at some point, I had an inspiration, and I wrote most of the songs in just three days, and we did long, long rehearsal, like more than a year.: Wow. It took so much time to make.
2: A song from Jesus Wind that really stood out for me is Bushido. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I googled the word and found out that it's a Japanese term for the codes of honor and ideals that dictated the samurai way of life. How does that song relate to Christianity?
4: That's a really good question. Uh, You know, Bushido is a code of samurai, you know, samurai's morals. It's a samurai rule of fighting. Japanese samurai in ancient age, they seek beauty even in battle. There is a book written by Inazo Nitobe. I think it was from 19th or 20th century, early 20th century, I think. Inazo Nitobe, he was a Christian, really famous guy, and he wrote a book about Bushido and he found Christianity and Bushido, they have so many things in common and he introduced this Bushido thing, Japanese spirit, to the world. It's a very good thing and so that song basically based on Inazo Nitobe's book called Bushido and we Japanese Christians take so much pride in this Bushido thing.
2: Incredibly involved job. I can't imagine creating an album based on the history of Christianity in Japan. Bushido is a perfect example of the music found on the Jesus Wind album from Amari Tones. Tonight has been all metal, but next week on The Antidote, it's going to be all pop music. I'll have a chat with Brooke and Lauren, two sisters who have just grabbed a Juno Award for Best Christian Album for their Tired of Basic release. You'll want to tune in for that because the depth of the music really comes as a huge surprise. Here's the final part of my chat with Tack of Ameritones and the song, New Jerusalem. And I'll see you again next week. New Jerusalem is the final song on Jesus' wind. Yes, And the one verse says, I was sought by those who did not ask for me. I was found by those who did not seek me. Mm. I said, here I am to a nation that didn't call on my name. I stood Mm. all day long to accept rebellious people. Mm. Are the people of Japan still rebellious and not seeking Christ?
4: Uh, (laughs) I really hope it is changing. You know, uh, the world is changing rapidly and Japan nation is changing very rapidly as well. This past several years, we saw so many changes happening in Japanese society. It's getting really international. So, I really hope people are changing, and I really hope people in Japan accept Jesus and God more. Uh, but, you know, so far, Japanese people in the past, yes, I think they didn't seek God so much. Because their priority or they only seek business thing and, I don't know, money thing. And uh, it's hard to say in English, but I think, you know, past 100 years, Japanese people, their main religion was business and money. <laughs> 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 yeah, Japanese people, they had ignorance for God.
2: Is that something that you think your band is changing?
4: I don't think it is us, you know, that is making it happen. But yeah, I really hope we are part of that change.
2: I suppose artists make music for all kinds of different reasons. You know, sometimes it's for yes. money; it's to be famous. How yes. would you describe the purpose of Amari Tones?
4: <laughs> yes, you know, uh, we definitely want to uh, make a difference. You know, make a difference in Japan and make a difference in the world. But I think you know our function, our purpose, role, you know, like a mission is we function as a bridge for the gap. Uh, we bridge the cultural gap, musical gap, and spiritual gap between Japan and the world. We want to introduce Christianity to Japan And at the same time, we want to introduce Japanese spirit to the world. So we bridge the gap both ways. I think we can translate those spiritual stuff and cultural stuff very well between Japan and the world. So I think that's the mission of ours.
2: Tak, this has been awesome having you on The Antidote to speak about Amari Tones. Thanks so much for coming.
4: You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Uh <laughs>